the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. Who was in for me yesterday? Who do I thank? Bob France. You lucky folks. You don't know the inner peace I get knowing the quality of people who sit in. Those are very important to me, those days off. There was no vacation this year, as you may uh, be aware. I don't think you would be aware. Why would, why would you be aware? <laughs> I had none. It was, the cruise was canceled uh, because people don't cruise now. I would. I would do anything. I would go to a baseball game. The country and the world is in a grip of panic. That is unprecedented. The uh, the well-educated are the most panicked. What does that tell you about education? It either tells you that, look, education is really solid, so people know when to be truly afraid. Or it's worthless, and it has told people that feelings are more important than facts, which is exactly what is now taking place in college, high schools, and elementary schools. In my opinion, a society cannot survive that relies on feelings over the pursuit of truth. Follow the science is a lie. People who say that are lying to you and to themselves. They believe what they say. Yet Twitter will remove scientists who differ uh, with the prevailing panic. The President of the United States was universally attacked on the left for saying that we shouldn't be preoccupied with the uh, with the virus. President Roosevelt at a different America said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Uh, the president today is speaking to people who have gone to college, hence far more cowardly and far less rational than people in the 1930s who didn't go to college. That's the way it really, really is in the America of 2021. There was a school, I forgot what state, I think Michigan. I'll find it for you. They, uh, they had kids wearing masks, kids sitting eight feet from each other, and strep throat completely spread uh, through uh, the class. This is, uh, yeah, Michigan. Shepherd, Michigan. The Central Michigan District Health Department is investigating after more than a dozen cases of strep throat 
were reported within Shepherd Public Schools despite COVID-19 protocols. Shepherd Superintendent Greg McMillan said the cases are mainly in the elementary school in Shepherd. Both students and staff have strep throat, he said. Dr. Jennifer Morse, the medical director at the health department, said they are investigating how this happened. We are definitely concerned because, again, this is just a bit strange, she said. Morse said that it is unusual to see so many cases of strep throat when the school district has taken so many actions to stop the spread of COVID-19. She said that strep throat spreads in a similar way that COVID-19 does. The school district made the decision to cancel class for Friday after learning of the uptick in strep cases. He points out that not washing masks enough could be helping to spread the bacteria and that putting masks on different surfaces could spread it too. The evidence against masks being effective are very uh, are, are widespread in the world today. The mask has become what I called a talisman, or as some put it, a rabbit's foot. When I see people wearing it outdoors, my heart breaks because I want my fellow American to be guided by reason. But why should they be? They were told that it's reason. They, reason doesn't play a role in the in the higher education system. The lockdowns must be the most costly and cost ineffective medical interventions in history. This is uh, by John Tierney who writing in the City Journal who is also a New York Times medical or science reporter. The the I th- I told you I think the Among the five most important questions people can ask in life, I should do a, maybe I should do an ultimate issues hour on this. You know what one of the five most important questions to lead a good life and a wise life, which is the same thing, what is the cost? When you buy something, that's the instinctive question. What does it cost? Why isn't that the question about everything? Last night, I was uh, at a restaurant with my wife and uh, one of my sons, one of my stepsons, and uh, people recognized me as I was leaving the restaurant. Man told me, uh, I'd say the man was 40 at most, and the man said, I want you to know something you said changed my life. And I'm always so curious. What is it that a person heard that changed their life? Because I want to change lives. I admit that. That's my goal in life. And he said, when you said... Everything has a price. That's when you become a grown-up. When you ask the question, what is the price? And he gave the examples that I gave. He sort of almost memorized it. 
You know, there's a price for getting married. There's a price for not getting married. There's a price for having children. There's a price for not having children. There's a price for everything. There's a price for working out of the home. There's a price for working inside the home. The question, what is the price, is not asked on the left. That's why it's a world of children. I think of children when I see left-wing senators speak. You're speaking like a child, like there, there, is, there is no cost to your position. Is there any cost to ever expanding government, or is it only a good thing? I have to be challenged with the other question. Do you really oppose the expanding of government when government can do good things? We, we all have to ask these questions. What is the price of the lockdown is not asked. After all, it's painful because I, I, I so desisted from insulting people since my beginning of my career. But when, I, when stupid people have a great deal of power, it's a very, very pro- big problem. By stupid, I don't mean they don't have a brain. They have a brain that, does, that thinks in stupid ways. When the governor of New York State said everything he is doing, if it saves one life, will sleep well at night. What about the cost? Anyway, there are people who are dying as a result of the lockdown. There is a terrible cost to the lockdown. It is a very, very narrow, unfocused mind that says the only thing that matters is, are we saving a life? When in fact, where we save lives and we lose lives. We may be losing more in California because of the lockdown than without a lockdown. There were no other prices paid. Amy Barrett is being, what is the word, grilled. I I listened to some of her testimony before the Senate Judiciary Committee. It's very hard to attack her. She's very bright, very calm. We'll be back. 1-8 Prager 776. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. 
I'm really happy. It, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. If there's something particularly of interest, we'll uh, go to the hearing, which is not taking place right this moment anyway. God, what the left has done to this country. <laughs> it's really... It's really, as they say, something. Brett Stevens wrote a piece in the New York Times about how they have changed the 1619 because of the withering attacks by historians on the grandiose lie perpetrated by the New York Times. And they deny that they really changed anything substantive. They really didn't say that America was founded in 1619. But he quotes the exact sentences where they do. And that's what's going to be taught to your children. Zoom or no Zoom, your children will learn to have contempt for their country. And because it is very difficult to take a child out of school, because homeschooling or another school is difficult, a good school is difficult to find and homeschooling is difficult to start, people will allow their children to learn to hate this country, have drag queen story hour when they're five years of age, and learn essentially nothing. I'd like to know how many kids have learned how to use the word it's. When is it I-T-S and why is it, when is it I-T apostrophe S? How many high school graduates know the difference between the two? Do you know how often I see in, in articles, I mean, let alone in emails, the wrong use of it's? It's not even complex. I-T apostrophe S is it is. That's it. If it's not it is... That it's ITS. It's inconceivable to me that that would be too hard for anyone beyond second grade. But it's it's not taught because there's you got to teach them about global warming and about systemic racism and about white fragility. That's that and about America's founding when slaves came. You know, you know that's what your kids are getting. So why are you sending them to a regular school? My heart goes out to you. It is so much. It was so much easier in the past. You sent your kid to school. They said the Pledge of Allegiance. Before 1962, they they asked God's blessings on their teachers. Nobody thought when my parents grew up in New York City. Nobody thought, I can't send my kid to a public school. They'll be ruined. They didn't think that way. They thought, I'll send my kid to public school, and there they'll, they'll become a good citizen. They'll be Americanized, like my, my, my parents were, children of immigrants. My heart, uh, my heart goes out to parents today. My column this week, today is Tuesday, my column this week is co-authored. First time in my life I have a co-authored column. Tim Grossclose is a magnificent person. 
as as well as a professor, distinguished professor of economics at George Mason University. He holds the Adam Smith Chair at the Mercatus Center. So we figured out, or he figured out, and I... It's truly co-written. Both of us contributed an immense amount, but all the data are his. What's going to happen if the Democrats uh, pack the court? In other words, increase the number from nine. What we'll end up with. If everybody does it, expands the necessary percentage to have a majority, whenever there is a switch in power in Congress and in the executive, which it tends to happen every 10 years. In 100 years, the court would grow by a factor of approximately 58. Instead of nine justices, the Supreme Court would consist of 522 justices. Just in order to get a majority, whenever my party takes over Congress and the, and the executive... We will have in 100 years 522 justices. The article was picked up by Real Clear Politics. So I'm looking at comments, and the comments on Real Clear Politics are very, uh, are usually quite bright, which is a credit to Real Clear Politics, which publishes equally left and right articles, one of the only places in America that does. So the column is there, and the the. The comments that I have read thus far, not all, but many make the point it's worse than what Prager wrote, because this will lead to civil war. There will be no, no one will obey the court, except for the side that packed it. So it will be, it will be just an arm of a party. That's all it will be. Look, a lot of people fear civil war if uh, if President Trump wins. The amount of violence which Democrats won't suppress, which is an, a first in American history, you let people just destroy, burn police cars, and watch. We'll be back. Hey, I know that this is a uh, time where people are preoccupied with the election and everything around it, and so people don't. Yes, indeed. Warren in Redondo Beach, California. Hello. Morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, I'm very upset this morning. Um, I was... uh tuning in to a Zoom meeting with uh, the rabbi and some members of the congregation for his once-a-week get-together, and he played a Biden commercial. Is he reform, is he reform, reform or conservative? Oh, this is conservative. Right. Well, yeah, that's what's happened to reform and conservative Judaism. They become Biden commercials. And there I there are, know. let me make it clear, there are some exceptions. They are very few. The left has poisoned non-Orthodox Judaism. It has poisoned non-evangelical Protestantism. It has poisoned mainstream Catholicism, including the papacy. And uh, 
on and on. That's that's the way it is. I, I'm not surprised. I, I, it's it's beyond belief. Look, there were rabbis who sat shiva when the president was elected. <laughs> they mourned. They did official religious mourning. I'm explaining to non-Jews. Yeah. Uh, ask him what he would think of a rabbi who played a uh, a. Um, Trump. Yeah. What would, what would he think? Are you going to be in touch with this rabbi? What are you going to do? Well, I meet at, we, every Thursday evening. We have another Zoom meeting where we uh, discuss uh, um, uh, Rabbi Tulishkin's uh, book on ethics. Well, that's good. I'll tell him. He'll be very touched. He needs to be touched right now. He just lost his son. It's a very difficult time. All right. I thank you for your call. Uh, let's go to uh, Carlton in Los Angeles. Hello. Dennis, how are you today? Okay, thank you. I'm going out of my mind. I have a son at Brentwood School in Los Angeles. After George Floyd was murdered, they entirely stripped the curriculum of all classical literature for middle school. They replaced it with critical race theory. 1619 Project as true history uh, and the book stamped as an authentic book of history. And the administration has told us this is a point in time that we need to change the thoughts of our children's minds. And if we don't like it, goodbye. Well, and you should say goodbye. You have, to, you have to say goodbye. But where? To go where? Either home, uh, yeah, homeschool or a religious school uh, that uh, still believes that uh, reading Shakespeare is more valuable than critical race theory. The problem is finding that in this west side of Los Angeles today. You're right. It's been such. You're right. Look, there is a there's a great uh, guideline. In traditional Judaism, uh, it's for, for about, I think it's ancient, it's this phrase, Masha Batuach Batuach. What is certain is certain. So the only thing that is certain is your child's soul and mind are being corrupted by the school. What is not certain is what you could do about it. But there right. is there is a certain here. My heart breaks for you. You should be able to send your child to a school in the United States of America and not have their conscience corrupted. On the first day of school, Dennis, they asked the children who, in discussing the election, and this is a very popular, traditionally conservative school, who they're voting for. And the ones that, like Trump, were shamed. Of course. I'm amazed that the kids had the guts to to say it. (laughs) To be perfectly honest. Yep. All right. See, it's a unique time. We have to respond in unique ways. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. There are so many battles being fought in the country at this time, and I, uh, my heart goes out to parents. It does. So my son has solved it with his children in Florida by sending them to a traditional religious Jewish school. 
where they're not taught that America is crap. So that's a good beginning. I'm reading, uh, what is it, God Saad, the professor I had on from Canada. I'm reading his book on what's happened in our civilization. He, he is animated by freedom and truth. So am I. So we come to very similar conclusions. He's an atheist. He's an evolutionary psychologist. I have much more in common with an atheist who pursues freedom and truth than with someone who believes in God who doesn't. Values are what make have me in common with somebody. That's what matters to me. Not theology. I mean, that matters to me. I'm very involved in it, writing a Bible commentary after all. But it's it's not primarily theology that concerns me, although I love it. It's one of the ramifications of the God-free, Bible-free world that the left has introduced in the Western world. I, uh, my next fireside chat, which comes out Thursday, is with uh, Douglas Murray, the very uh, brilliant and courageous British thinker. And uh, I don't know, his, I should have asked him if he, what is he, an atheist, agnostic, or what? I, would be, I was just out of curiosity. But you should watch it. I mean, here is a gay man from Britain, again, with whom I have far more in common uh, than than not. Values are, are everything. And he understands. The, the crisis of the West is, what did he call it? The God hole? I think that's the term he used. The God hole. It's a good, it's a good term. This crater, gigantic... Grand Canyon-like emptiness has been created, and people need to fill. The left fills the meaning gap and void created by the end of God in the West. Anti-racism is their theology. Anti-racism in the least racist, multi-ethnic, multi-racial country on earth where millions upon millions of blacks seek to emigrate to. God, what if your kid asked that? How come three million blacks came to America in the last 20 years? Why would they move to a place that hates blacks? Are they stupid, dear teacher? Or are you stupid, dear teacher? You don't have to add that. I, I just threw that in because it's an inevitability. Do you know there is no profession that is held in the same esteem that it was before the left ruined it? Think about it. Late night comedians, high school and elementary school teachers, professors, journalists. At least half the country holds them in contempt. People who were venerated in the past. One of the blessings that was knocked out by the Supreme Court in 1962 was a blessing for the for teachers. We seek thine blessings on our teachers, and, and but the, the uh, but teachers have ruined 
Many teachers have ruined their profession. There were still good teachers. Medicine? The New England Journal of Medicine puts out an editorial for whom to vote for. Thousands of people, of doctors and others in, in, in the sciences say it's a health benefit to demonstrate against racism. <laughs> but of course, it's detrimental to health to go to church or synagogue. If I, uh, if I could, I would have services. If I were a rabbi, priest, or minister, I would open my church, as some have. And to their credit, they are fighting. It's interesting. Orthodox Jews in 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 Brooklyn, they some of them burned masks. Did you see that? You should see the comments from all the uh, all the the non-Jews writing these. Yeah, these are my people. Of course, because the there's a, there, there there might be a time for masks. First of all, in hospitals, the surgeons are wearing masks. They're surgical masks. These are not the masks we have. They're doing it when a person b- before them, their body is open. They've been cut open. The prevention of infection is the number one duty of a hospital. Otherwise, the regular masks we have are largely worthless, but they do serve to make people anonymous. They have a tremendously negative impact on the society. Cur Delane, Idaho, and Heidi. Hello, Heidi. Hi, Dennis. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to tell you about our my family, what we went through. So. We lived in the Chicagoland area for the past 15 years. Our kids were born, raised there. Uh, our son was sophomore in high school, daughter a freshman. And due to the COVID nonsense shutdowns, my husband's work went full 100% remote. And we knew right away, it's time to leave. Illinois, is, they go against everything that we believe in our values and morals. And the schools there are getting more progressive by the day. We knew it wouldn't be easy. All right, so I want to hear. I'm dying to hear, actually, how, how it is in Idaho. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Okay, everybody, Dennis Prager here. Heidi is in Idaho. She moved her family from Illinois. Okay, how, when did you move? So we've only been here for two and a half weeks. Wow. And, uh, we left... So our church in Illinois that we went to, they're still not holding services. It's still uh, virtual. And the schools that our children were attending, they are still doing virtual learning. So now we have moved. It's about 20 minutes north of Coeur d'Alene, small, very small community. We have five acres. I have chickens now. Uh, the church is here. They all gather. They worship every Sunday. You don't have to wear a mask. We sing. We're next to each other. The schools are open five days a week. The kids are not wearing masks. And as soon as we walked into the school, the front office had a sign. It was beautiful artwork that a child made, you know, a high schooler, with a Bible verse written on it. And we knew this is where we have to be. 
Wow. We have wow. no family or friends here. Our family. I want you to. Yeah, all right. So I've, I'm going to ask you to do something I've never asked. I want you to call me every other month. I want I want okay. people to have a diary of your life. Okay. I mean it. I, I, I the number of people I know who are thinking, including myself, of leaving California in my case, Illinois in your case, because the places have been corrupted by the left. Oh. I mean, morally yeah, corrupted, intellectually corrupted in every possible way. The quality of life has been ruined by the left. When I hear this, I mean, no masks. I mean, I assume you can eat in a restaurant? Oh, absolutely. You can eat it. You can do, it's as if, now Coeur d'Alene, it's a bigger town. People do wear masks, but it's not required. Even the signs that say a mask is required. We just went to the orthodontist for Pete's sake, and they said you don't need to wear a mask. The orthodontist. Back home, you would be shunned. No, the orthodontist back home, uh, you both wore hazmat suits. Oh, it it was ridiculous. Yeah, no, I know that. I'm well aware. My cousin is a dentist in New Jersey. I mean it, Heidi. I want to hear from you on a regular basis what it's like. The reason I asked her to do this is when she said she has no friends and no family there. That's a very big deal to pick up and leave friends and family. What does one do? You have to rethink life now. If the left takes over an institution, you must leave it. You can you can fight, but it's usually a losing battle. I hate to say that because I'm a fighter, and I, I will continue to fight. Okay, I have so much to report to you. Stay tuned. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a trained engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack. 
and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day. And after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95. And you should know this, about 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 